Has the winter season taken a toll on your tile, upholstery, carpet? Call Cyclone Cleaners, 570-726-6200. For all your carpet, upholstery, and ceramic tile cleaning needs, it's Cyclone Cleaners. Also offering odor treatment and soil and stain guard. Choose the only cleaning company that supplies the water to clean your home and disposes of it when they are finished. Call Cyclone Cleaners to schedule your cleaning today, 570-726-6200. And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. The rare Sunday evening cigar here in uh, my backyard in Brentwood. Uh, Johnny Lieberman is here. Now, this um, is podcasting. This is podcast. This is a relaxing Sunday afternoon podcast after we missed a couple of weekend nights uh, to get us all together. Zuckerman will call in uh, with a real insurance story uh, for our sponsor. Um, Policy Genius, also sponsoring CollectingCars.com. And Manscaped! That's my uh, feigned excitement. I'm excited. I uh, I just got back from the uh, Malibu Cars and Coffee. How was it? Thank you for asking. It was <laughs> interesting as usual. It's so funny. They, they've now decided, and this is all from Bill, by the way. That's my source on this inside information. So it's, you know, who knows if any of it's true. But they believe that... The people who come to the car show at Malibu, um, at the Malibu Country Mart, are the same people causing every accident and all the trouble on the on the PCH. <laughs> you can <laughs> tell they're all the cars are all dented. Right? Every accident is because of us and Leno and right. anybody Matt Fair and anybody else who shows up. It's not true. <laughs> and uh, they've decided now they're going to close down uh, the lots until eleven o'clock. Except they don't. And uh, it's funny. I went out there this morning. Uh, Jay, Jay texted me Saturday night. Hey, I'll, I'll be out there. He brought his P1, which is nice. I said, I'll meet you at 10. I have uh, this Aston Martin DBX uh, that Galpin uh, Aston Martin has loaned me for the week. It's a delightful vehicle. We'll chat about it in a second. But I thought, and I also have the Ducati Scrambler Night Shift, named after the Commodore song. And... <laughs> I was like, well, maybe I should take the motorcycle because all the lots are going to be closed. And I said, well, let's see what happens. So I take this big red DBX out and I go around the back. The entire lot on the back side is wide open with spots. It's so, so weird. Just in front of Bill's, they put the barricades. The lot in front of Whole Foods has guys with M16s standing <laughs> out there. Bill's is half open, half closed with cars blocking it like some sort of Nigerian embassy under siege right. <laughs> in and right. out. It's like Idi Amin's headquarters. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the biggest parking lot closest to Bill's Opens right at 10. Just opens. Everybody goes in. All the cars are waiting. So the car show just begins at 10 o'clock. And, uh, and I went in uh, behind them. And, uh, you know, a moment later, uh, Jay showed up. And then the lot opened for him. And everything was the same. So it was nice. We had a nice time. It just things get going between 10 and 11 now. And this uh, it's really a futile attempt at this point. Because, see, they're not, they're not organized. 
they have they have like a lot in common, uh, like with America's vaccine strategy and how people feel about vaccines. <laughs> Nobody's together here. Right. They, they're all doing right. different things. Hannity's suddenly for the car show. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they're got they're, they somebody against it. The city wants to shut us down, but everybody's completely divided, and some people aren't even paying attention. So well, anyway, if you're if you're coming this way, we I met a nice couple from Iowa who said hello. Big fans of yours and oh, Zuckerman's cool. and and mine and. Um, a lot of cool cars out there. Uh, I had this uh, Aston Martin DBX, which I want to talk to you about. Have yeah. you driven this car? Yeah, yeah. I brought it by. I, I had like a purple one. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, yeah. It was good. I the, the only problem was mine was on all season tires, and ah. I took it up Angeles Crest to try and you know go ten tenths for no reason whatsoever, and it was like. Yeah, I thought it would be better than I got out and looked at the tires. That's, what, that's why Nathan was joking about all-season tires. Yeah. You. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. And Nathan said, being the representative from Ashton Martin. Yeah, Excuse and me. I said, why Why on earth would you put a car in Southern California on all seasons? And he goes, uh, it's a mistake the prep company made. We got a flat. They didn't have four summaries. They had four all-seasons, so it went on the all-seasons. But they're going to get me the car back with summers at some point but somehow this is the busiest summer of my entire life so i have no time for anything so when so when that, i, I noticed pebble. that word summies on instagram Summy. you're well, talking was, about summer tires yeah i i didn't even realize it was a thing but i was, I was doing ferris show and we we're talking about the aston and i said yeah it wasn't on summies and him and zach reacted as if i had said like you know some very dirty word and they were like making yeah. fun of me well but it then, sounds like gummies like a weed thing and i i did i thought it was a weird inside joke it is and but but it's blown up and now everyone is calling summer tires summies so not me I'm, well, not, I'm not gonna do that starting now <laughs> <laughs> but i'm glad you explained it i think between you and i and you came over in an interesting uh SV. we'll talk about that in a second yeah let's we can take this thing apart because uh, i'm sure you did more in this than i did and let me just set the table and you can tell me how much of, of this uh, SUV that I know that I'm right about and and that I'm not, and we can uh, and we can chat about it because there, there was a lot of interest in it. A lot of, of folks, uh, it, it's red. I can't remember what they called this gorgeous red. color, by the way. That that yeah, yeah. there's it red and then there's that red. Era Scarpula yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. There's writing in front of. Oh, here it is. <laughs> Scorpus, Scorpus, like porpoise <laughs> red. Scorpus like, red, like a stinging dolphin. Scorpus. And this is Aston Martin's first attempt at an SUV, right? Yep. They're uh-huh. looking over their shoulder at Bentley. They're looking at Lamborghini. They're looking at Porsche. The and whole industry. I mean, everybody except for McLaren is doing an SUV. Right. Yeah. So they they decided to design something new from the ground up, correct? Right. And, you know, here it is, the yeah. Aston Martin DBX, which uh, I think it's a, uh, a cool-looking thing. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Um, and it's hard to make SUVs look good because they all kind of look like jelly beans. Yeah. yeah, and there's a lot wrong with it. Sure. And there's a lot right with it at the same time. Does that is that in line with that's, what you think? That's I, fair. I want to talk about some of the things. Yeah. What, what do you think is right with it? Yeah. Let's start there because right. there is. Yeah. Um, when it, when I think of SUVs this size, immediately I was thinking about the Maserati. Uh, what what is it? The Levante. Uh, the Levante. Uh, the Jaguar F-Pace. It's a little bigger than the F-Pace, but yeah. And then you got this deal. Yeah. It doesn't feel bigger inside when you sit down, but it, you're right. It is a little bigger. A little um, bit, yeah. And then it's, we it's have... Like, it's the size of like the Mercedes GLE and the X5. It's that size. Right, right. And uh, here's some stats on this guy. Uh, four liter twin turbo V8, right? Same yeah. as the Vantage in the DB11, 542 horsepower. So it's a little more powerful than the... The, the Vantage is like 502 503, right? Yeah. Uh, six drive modes, of which you really only need 
a couple. <laughs> <laughs> so you but didn't, it's got you didn't sport go plus or GT individual tour. No, and I by the way I had no problem with the sport uh, the the drive modes either. Um, you know they call they have on this little uh, press packet thing here the positioning the best of both worlds that the uh, the DBS closest competitors are the Bentley uh, Bentega and the Lamborghini Urreader both on opposite ends of the spectrum. The Bentega is a more mature, traditional, restrained idea of luxury and refinement. The Urus, a bit more adolescent, adolescent and conspicuous, an all-out performance-oriented choice, and the DBX fits squarely in the middle. Slightly skewed towards the performance side, as one would expect, but very much the best of both worlds. Now, kind of. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of shaking my head because I agree yes. that it's like much. It's much more desirable than the Bentega, right? Which looks like a dying fish. Now, now they put their zero to sixty here four three, but I think car and driver. I don't know what you guys got was uh, three nine. Yeah, like the, right, right around right. there, three nine four point zero. And price yeah. point is about the same. The Euros being two eighteen. So the the stickers one seventy six nine on the DBX. The Bentega one seventy seven, and then the Euros. 218. Yeah. All right. Let's so, let's talk about this. Uh, yeah, for a so so I agree that it, it does beat the Bentega at the British luxury SUV game. The problem is everybody who hasn't driven an Urus underestimates the Urus. And the Urus, as we now know, uh is fantastic, right? It's just like it it's actually not that it, it is very sporty, but it's also like a wonderful luxury car. Right. You know, so that's that's the only thing. Well, here's here's what they got right, and I think it's fair to, to say that. I'm happy they're building this, and I think it's a really cool idea, and I love Aston Martin. I love this brand, and, you know, the James Bond Association is fun. The cars are a little more difficult to drive, but they are attracted attractive to me, and I, and I do like them, and I got excited about driving this. And the driving, the, the hardest part, the driving experience of this car is there, right? Yeah. SUV, truck, whatever you want to call it. I uh, uh, really enjoyed... Uh, taking it on sunset this morning, a little faster than I should. There was no one on the road, and it really handled well, and it really drove well, and it made a nice sound, and then I could turn off that nice sound as I was going through the Palisades, and I didn't want to attract attention or be obnoxious to folks. Um, and then out in the PCH, again, enough acceleration, not breathtaking, but enough to make the whole thing fun. It Cornering, it felt lovely. Like, you know, I know it's got an electronic battery system in there. That works really well. I, I loved it. I, you know, I thought it worked. We're, here, here yeah, are my, now what, what don't you like? Here are my problems with yeah, it. Yeah. And it's easily fixed, okay? Um, it feels cramped inside. If ever there was something that was ergonomically designed, this I would call fergonomically designed, and the F <laughs> stands for the swear word. F right, <laughs> it's nothing in it is right. Where it, it, I had to pull over two or three times in the first day just to try to get things to work. Right, can I stop you there for a sec? Are, are you familiar? Do you drive a lot of Aston Martin? Yes. Oh, okay. This I thought right. was far more complicated. Okay. And and buttons are crammed all over the place. You know, for example, there's a speed limiter button right yeah. on your left hand I that you hit limiter. by mistake. Yeah. Why are are any of us pitting? Do we, why do we need the speed limiter? I, I hit it by a mistake, yeah. and suddenly I'm stuck at 12 miles an hour going, what just happened? That's a British thing, because McLarens do that, too. Like, you think you're putting the nose up, and you accidentally peg it at 25. I, I understand, but... Yeah. No, I hate it. I hate it. They're terrible. Here's the world we live in, Aston Martin, and you should understand this, and all the other car manufacturers should understand this. Go drive a Model Y, and look at the lack of everything 
in that cockpit when you're looking around. And now you hand me this with a thousand lights and buttons and all this information I just don't want. And guess what? I can't play the Beatles this morning (laughs) because, oh, while I have CarPlay, thank you for adding that, I don't have the option to have a screen I can touch. So it is the equivalent of having an iPhone that I control with a mouse. (laughs) Would anybody else like to do that? No, they would not like to do that. Two, the drive button location above that pretty screen i am now reaching so when i'm backing out of a spot i hit reverse okay fine i uh hit the paddle that's not going to put it in drive Mm -mm. i gotta reach up so so what spike is talking about is uh it's if you lived in england and you drove on the right side of the car then the the drive button would be right there and reverse would be on the other side. No, it's not even that. The buttons are in the wrong place. I would rather have these buttons right down by my thigh. No, no, thigh. no but they, they would just... So if, if anyone hasn't been in Aston, the, the, the park, reverse, neutral, drive, they go across the dash. So drive is easiest right, for the passenger to But you misunderstand. Those buttons are too close to the windshield. <laughs> They're too yeah, high yeah, yeah. No, 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 in the no, no, middle. No. I, I, Do you, that, you hear that, what I'm saying? Yeah, no, it's an Aston thing. But again, that drive button would be... On your side of the car. It's if, not about the drive button. I hear you on yeah. that. I just think those, uh, I would take everything that right. is down by my hand, That's throw it away, right. and put the drive buttons right there. Right, right, Do right. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 I would engage the car when I hit the paddle, and I, yeah, it knows I want to go forward. So, the, I mean, it was, it, was, it was little things like that. Infotainment, it's all Mercedes old stuff. Yep got to update it you got to make it intuitive you got to make it easy i would say throw out 90 percent of all your buttons everywhere just throw them away i don't want any of that stuff on my steering wheel i don't need any of that stuff there clean everything up and then i would also say that cabin it's nice but the whole feeling of this suv still felt a little cramped and small when i think about the lamborghini urus i wanted to hate that thing yeah, right? everyone I wants to hate it, but it's I so wanted good. to hate it. I don't like the name. Yeah, you yeah. know how I feel about Lamborghini people. Yet I drove three of them, and each time it just go it got better yeah. and better. Oh, yeah. And I went, oh no, no, it's so good. But yeah. it feels substantial. It's yeah. fast. It's fun. But it is also it has an ease of use that this SUV needs. Mm-hmm. And I want to encourage Aston Martin to keep going. They are. I like because I like the way this drives. But you need to do some work on that ease of use. So it sounds like your your biggest gripe to me is uh, the old Mercedes electronics, which they 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 kind of had to do something, and they you know they're getting the engine and transmission from Mercedes, so they got the the electronics. Fergonomics. They, they, the Nothing fergonomics, is where you reach for they, it. They are your, your window that. buttons are back like this. I almost pulled a muscle, my old man muscle, when I had to reach back to lower my window. Correct. Yeah, so you they're, see they're, what I'm they're, saying? Yeah, yeah. They're they're. I don't know. I can't address the windows, but the the <laughs> the infotainment stuff is yes. getting updated. They have a right. new system coming. Tobias is from Mercedes. 80s. He knows, you know, he knows what to do. Cool. So that's well, all getting but how, fixed. How was it at speed? You drove it at speed. Yeah, that's what I good. wanted to know. I, I, you know, sadly, I drove it on all season tires. So like the last couple tenths weren't there. But overall, yeah, it's a balanced, powerful, great all wheel drive system. I mean, it's, it's the Mercedes nine speed transmission and all wheel drive system. So it's really, really good. Yeah, the yeah, AMG right. System. Yeah, it's really good. Engine's phenomenal. Uh, I love that engine. The problem is, you know, they're comparing it to the Urus. The Urus just comes with 100 more horsepower for once you option it up, the same money. So it needs a little more power. Um, everything needs a little more power. Um, but no, I think I think it's a great first effort in an SUV. And again, unlike the Bentayga and unlike the Cayenne Turbo, which is its other real competitor, 
it's good looking. You know, those are just ugly. Lots of looks. Yeah. And I had it in that bright red. Lots, lots of love. Lots of yeah. fans of this brand and everybody's kind of rooting for this. So that, I mean, that would be the headline in my review. We're rooting for you. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. It'll be worth it. Yeah. Right. Because I would drive it if you fix those things. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's just that's that's the problem Aston is having right now. Like you look at the Vantage. It's phenomenal. The only problem with it is the 911 is better. There's nothing wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with the Vantage. It's just for like the same-ish look, money. look what happens to these car manufacturers when they get their SUVs right. Yeah. That becomes the number one seller. Oh, And yeah. it carries the whole company. Yeah, The yeah, company yeah. explodes. So get it right. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk about the Olympics, Euros, baseball, major championships and concerts are all in this summer. You know what isn't? A wild and hairy bush. I'm looking at one right on Johnny Lieberman's face. Tame your pubes. <laughs> You have pubes That's on your face. With pube. help from our friends at Manscaped. <laughs> Guess what? Look at this, Johnny. Are this is presenting all me? for you. Ooh. Manscaped Ooh. shirt. The Weed Whacker. The Weed Whacker. Uh, and look at this. Thank you. What is that? Open this up. It's oh all for you. We're Compliments doing, we're doing, of Manscaped. We're doing an unboxing show that no one can see. Their fourth generation performance package, oh. which Johnny is getting right new. Oh, my gosh. Has the brand new Lawnmower 4.0. If an athlete treats their bodies like royalty, why not treat your pubes like an Olympic gold? Why not treat Johnny's beard like Olympic gold? Do right by your balls, Johnny, and join the two million men worldwide who trusted Manscaped by going to manscaped.com with the code SPIKE911. What's in there? What's in that goodie box? The crop mop, the crop cleanser, the foot duster, refined cologne, and the plow 2.0. Wow. It's a nice gift. Open it up there. Look, look. Yeah, no, it's this is in there. I think one of those. There it is. That's the device. What is this? (laughs) So that that's the lawnmower 4.0 with the light on it to get into your crevices with a plastic blade that isn't going to hurt you. Okay, so isn't that cool? You're not going to like nick your sack no. for yeah. lack of any terms. That's uh, finally. It's all good stuff. Uh, hey man, thank Enjoy you. Enjoy it tonight. Thank you, Manscaper. Tell your wife when she gets upset, it's my fault. <laughs> and if you at home want to experience the brand new lawnmower 4.0. The fourth generation trimmer. Every generation gets better with skin safe technology. Go to manscaped.com, get 20% off and free shipping with the code Spike911. My name, my favorite car at manscaped.com. 20% off, free shipping with the code Spike911 at manscaped.com. There you go. They say achieve pubic glory this year. They. <laughs> They I don't really, know if I'm going to achieve that, but thank you very really much. Go, well, well finally, thank you for finally. Manscaped. Yeah, yeah. We got to get Zuckerman in now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nice. I like cuts of my balls. <laughs> when are you guys going to call me so I can do real insurance stories? We're going to do real insurance stories in a minute with Zuckerman, but he's such a pain in the ass this weekend, and he wouldn't come out to Brentwood. So Yeah, that's odd. He it, probably, well, owned, you know he probably what owns like four houses right down the street. This too. is why there are so many hosts of this podcast, because <laughs> like today, mm. I go, oh, 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 geez, you know, we don't have a show. <laughs> hey, where is everybody? You thought we were doing when, last night or tonight? I thought we were on, on Tuesday, whenever we talked about it, you guys had said Friday. I said, I can't do Friday. I'm locked into something. But right. let's do Sunday at Baldwin Hills. Yes. And then today... I was I at noon. I was like, "Hey, right." So Sunday, Baldwin Hills, and we were both like, "No." <laughs> yeah, it's hard because the Sunday energy. I'm yeah. sure everybody feels the Sunday energy. It's all right. I know it's Wednesday when you're listening to us. We're, I, I'm happy. I'm relaxed. Thank you for coming out here to do it. But uh, again, but, but, your, your backyard for smoking cigars and nice, podcasting is—it's hard to beat. I mean, yeah, yeah, it really is. We have a nice place to smoke back here and talk about cars. You drove a. Uh, 
a pretty amazing thing that I, I didn't did. know you were bringing. Why don't you tell the everybody about it? The new Ford Bronco. The new Bronco is Actual in my driveway. Bronco. It's sitting in your driveway. That was pretty exciting when you pulled in. Yeah, I you got, looked I, excited. <laughs> I, <was very> <laughs> I said, Jack, Jack, come out of the bathroom. Why? He was in the bathroom. I go, open the window, but come out of the bathroom. The new Bronco's here. But I think he, I was more excited than he was. You were. <laughs> well, he's, he's just, he's quiet. He's young. He's quiet. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. yeah. No. no, it's exciting. It's uh, it's finally here after all the delays and all the speculation in this. And I've been driving it for a week. And um, how do I put it? it it's, it's, it's two things. It is cheap on the one hand, and it is a lot of fun on the other. And I... Okay. Yeah. So I was, I was just, there, there's... Now, there's, when you say cheap, what I don't do you mean, mean price? I mean, they made some material What is the price decisions. of the truck that you're driving today? Okay, there's no easy answer. So this is the Outer Banks trim. So there's seven different Broncos you can get. Uh, and this one's right in the middle. It's the fourth of seven. Okay. Okay, so it starts for the four-door. starts at like 42000 something. This one with options is 52000 It's a four-door hardtop. It's the twin-turbo V6 with an automatic. Uh, you can't get the V6 with a manual. And uh, I didn't drive it, but Bossom had the... Uh, when you say Bossom... Bossom Wasif. Uh, he's a writer for Motor Trend and right. Car and Driver and everybody. But he's I ran got an old Land Rover, too. What's that? He's got an old Series 2A Land Rover. He does. Yes, yeah. he does. But I ran into him with a two-door Outer Banks with the four-cylinder, uh, and he was like, it's so slow, you can't believe it. He drove this oh, one. He's like, this is the engine to get. Forget about the manual. You want okay. the V6. So just to break everyone's heart. Um, did you off-road it? Uh, yes. Yes, we did. Um, it's super fun Be- because Outer Banks is like the Wrangler Sahara. So it's like the more on road. So you-, you don't get the big crazy tires on it. It has more street tires. So we found like dirt. And what's cool about the Bronco is you can lock the rear diff when you're in two wheel drive. So you-, you can, you can now for 2021, you can do that on a Wrangler, but only on the Rubicon. If you have any other Wrangler, you, you have to go into four low to lock the rear diff. So you can't like slide around in the dirt. Um, this one, you could just goof off rooster tails, donuts, drifting, and it's a ton of fun. It's also a ton of fun on Angeles crest. Like it's ridiculous. I mean, it understeers terminally until it oversteers on the way out of a corner. Right. But like there was a dude in a 911 SC and I just sat on his bumper all the way up Angeles crest. Wow. So you've got 911 SC performance. Look um, at that. Yeah. It's, it's cool. Again, there's just some of the interior. It's kind of a bummer how flimsy some of it is. Yeah, you showed me some of it. Yeah, and you know, and like, I don't know you... that. I, I wonder if I'm caring about that though. The way I would use this truck. You no, know? I, I don't think you. Are. It's just it. What's odd though is like they, they they you know this thing benchmarks the Wrangler. It's within right. two inches of the Wrangler in every dimension, wheelbase, length, height, width, every two huh. inches, right? So like on the Wrangler, the, the grab handle for the passenger, you could use that as a tow hook you could tow the it's so solid this just you can you can move the things around it's just cheap uh I, I, there's some other things i didn't show you and then the, the ford said okay what are what are problems that the wrangler has right okay the doors come off but they're heavy because they have frames for the windows so if we do this thing where they're frameless doors so if you put the glass into the door they're much lighter and easier to carry once you've taken them off but because there's no frame like the the glass flops around a little bit when you're shutting it and just you know, for a fifty-two thousand dollars vehicle, it's a little disconcerting. Whereas a Wrangler yeah, yeah. feels tough. You know, um, so I would say it, it's it's like, and again, like the Wrangler on road, it like shimmies and, and shutters and judders. This doesn't. It actually it rides very well. But the roof is is the wind noise is insane. At eighty miles an hour, it sounds like you're in a rainstorm. It's just crazy. So it's like 
it, it's a competitor to the Wrangler. It's not better than the Wrangler. And I think a lot of people... Like, Interesting. And, yeah, and, I and, thought it was going to blow the Wrangler out of the water. Yeah, and I think a lot of people did. And, and also, what I've noticed is I have a lot of friends that saw the pictures of it on Instagram... And they're like, "Ooh, I, I ordered one." And I'm like, you know, and I'm talking to them like, did, "Did you ever order? Did you ever want to drive a Wrangler?" No, I have no interest in that at all. I want the Bronco. I'm like, but it's the same thing. Like their price is the same, the performance is the same, the off road capability is the same. They're the mm-hmm. same size. Why aren't you interested in the Wrangler? And I think people are just hyped about the Cause, Bronco because it's new. Yeah, yeah, and it does look great from the front. I mean, it does look great on the outside. It's good looking. Yeah, it's good. When but you the, when you stare right at it, eye to eye, it's beautiful. Right? It is, but you know, we, we had a Wrangler out there in the desert, and like the Wrangler's cool looking too. You know, there's yeah. nothing wrong with the Wrangler. Yeah. So, but we've seen it for seventy five plus years. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. yeah. No. I, uh, you know, familiarity breeds. Uh, I don't know contempt. Uh, not contempt, but just uh, ambivalence, you know. And so, but <laughs> but it's very it's very fun, and I think these type of things they should be super fun, and it is. So I think they accomplish that. Are they going to make special editions? They already have one out. They have the first edition, right? Sold out, and yeah, I mean, it, 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 there's all. I mean, I could I, we could do the whole show on the Bronco, but the the coolest thing they did, it's called the Sasquatch package. Right. So if you get that, you get the big 35-inch off-road tires. You get uh, locking front diff. You get a different transfer case. You get big, fat fenders. And you can get that on every single Bronco. So from the base wow. model, which is 28 grand to start, right. up to the wild track, which is like you know about 60 to start, you can order Sasquatch. So it's great because you can get a real competent off-roader without spending a ton of money. Whereas with like the Wrangler, you really got to go to Rubicon to get the real off-roader, and that starts at like 53000 So that's the coolest thing Ford did. I would um, love to have a car with the word Sasquatch on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure you put a you know man groomer in there. Manscaper. What is it called? Manscaper? Man groomer? Manscaper. Weed whacker. You need a weed whacker in your Sasquatch. Manscaper. <laughs> Manscaped. Manscaped. Our friends at Manscaped. Yeah. Um, but it's cool. Well, that's boy. That's a lot to process. I'm I'm going through a lot of that in my head right now. Um, yeah. Uh, overall, very good. It's just it's not the knockout punch to Wrangler that I think a lot of people, for whatever reason, assumed I it would be. So. Yeah, yeah. And it's 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 a competitor. Like again, like this drives better on like the freeway, except that it's so noisy, it's ridiculous. Right. Whereas like the Wrangler shakes, but it's quieter. So what when do you I care took more that about? Uh, Bronco Sport up on Gorman, I was flying on trails, right? Bumpy trails. And that suspension was just absorbing those bumps, right? And, and we were going faster than we were driving in the Defender, the new Land Rover Defender on a similar terrain. And I thought the Bronco really absorbed those punches a lot better just the the little sport is is super good but I'll, right. I'll give you another funny one but you're saying it doesn't drive like that or is that just because the bronco sports like a beginner beginner's four by four no the, the bronco sports just better than it has to be whereas this so again because this is the outer banks it doesn't have the off-road dampers so there's these bilstein dampers that come with the sasquatch package right which are way better so like you know like on dirt roads they they don't pave them but they you know, they, they they clean them up with like a bulldozer so you get those little tiny washboard things mm-hmm. this is horrible over those little tiny imperfections like really bad it shutters like crazy and i think it's because they tune the outer banks to be such a good on-road vehicle um you know it rock crawls just fine but it's like the ride on on like what you're talking about what uh-huh. you did with the the sport it's terrible 
in the Outer Banks, which is which is just weird. Whereas a Wrangler's fine on that kind of stuff, but the Wrangler's terrible on smooth pavement. Got it. So it's just it's just weird, you know. It's like and you know again, there's there's seven versions of it with the Sasquatch package. So there's like you know really fourteen different trucks to analyze and play with. So it's it's interesting, but you know they're just getting started. If you, what would you choose? I would take a Jeep three ninety two. That's what you would choose. Yeah, look that's how quickly the, that's you the, said that. That's the SUV I've been dreaming about my entire life. That's it. What are you waiting for? Oh, oh I'm I'm gonna buy one. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not really. They're sold out this year. I gotta wait till twenty two. I'm, I'm really not waiting. You're connected, can't you? Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't I'm, you get one even I, yeah. if they're sold out? Well, that, I can sell the... my little Ford for like you know five grand over what I paid for it because of how crazy used cars are right now. So yeah, I'm definitely doing it. The market's still nuts, huh? Oh my god. Well, if you need a car, you know where you need to go to collectingcars.com collectingcars.com one of our other favorite sponsors uh they have a u.s auction right now live waiting for bids on a porsche 918 spider visac hybrid hypercar that ends sunday august one um options liquid metal silver Sixty thousand dollar paint, sixty three thousand dollars <laughs> uh authentic onyx black this car is beautiful it really is beautiful um Front axle lift for 10.5, which you will need. You gotta have that front axle lift, especially in this neighborhood. Electric uh, uh, comfort heating, the whole deal. That's an amazing car, and that bidding is still open. They also have, oh, <laughs> Porsche 991 GT2 RS Vysock package, which is my favorite deal. The Vysock package, phenomenal of course. car. Yeah, the carbon fiber. All over the place. Uh, black with black leather, Alcantara interior package in black, platinum gray stitching. Wow, only 2,253 miles. I really missed that car. I had one. I had one. I had a chuck one. Maybe I'll have another one. Uh, that, that auction's ending Sunday, August 1st. And uh, they also have a Ferrari 360 Spider, um, which ends tomorrow. Blue Tour de France paintwork. And Sabia leather upholstery with optional contrast seat piping. I hope I said that better. Uh, CollectingCars.com and watch collecting. You know they sell watches too. Yeah, these guys are going to own the world in a in a in a in a minute. You can see what they're up to. Um, it's wh- funny. Why the- sell your supercar anywhere else? No ordinary action. No ordinary cars. Yeah, they 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 have a plan for world domination. They do. Uh, and, but uh, what's, what's funny though? Just it's funny you did the 918 and then the GT2 RS because it's like. The 918 is phenomenal. It's a hypercar. It's this, that, and the other. The GT2 RS is quicker. <laughs> it's better to drive. It's faster on a track. Like it's it's such a good car. You know, I have driven both, and you were right. But I have not owned a 918. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> and me they neither. do look super cool, and they blow blue flame out the exhaust pipes at night. And it's got that electric, uh, what, 11 miles, 9 miles, however many miles you can charge up and use. And that's useful. That is a really useful little thing for keeping quiet when you're coming home or taking a phone call. And that's the new thing. I mean, all the Ferraris are doing it. The new McLaren hybrid is going to do it. And it's smart because in places like London, you know, pretty soon you won't be able to turn on a gasoline engine in the city. So you're going to have to have a car that, like, has, you know, 10 miles of electric range to get you out of London. Right. Or Paris or wherever. So it's a smart thing. Are you going up to Pebble? I am. I'm going up to. So Pebble. you're now committed. I'm. I'm fully in. I'm committed. Wow. I yeah. wish I had a horn sound effect to play right now. Because <laughs> we're still all on the fence. When are you going to be up there? I think I'm going to arrive Thursday. Okay. I'm and where leave. would uh, folks see you? What events are you going to be at? Um, I'm 
gonna well definitely Sunday. Uh, yeah, that's my that's the reason I go. I actually like the lawn. I like to look at all the old stuff. Are you gonna wear a stupid suit? Always. Yeah, I got my you red are. pants all ready to go. Yeah, I got pink trousers. You do red that. trousers. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. What's um, the psychology there? Like, we we started doing it as a joke. So so me Angus McKenzie and Jeff Day who used to run Mercedes like about. God, at this point, nine years ago, we noticed a lot of guys wearing red pants. Yep. And so we made each other like a tontane kind of bet. Like, we all wear red pants next year, and if you don't, you owe the other guys 50 bucks. And <laughs> I, think, I think I was the only guy that, maybe Angus did, but Jeff didn't wear red pants, and then he refused to pay us. But, so what is, I mean, I've been going to that event, I think sent, the first time I went was during Seinfeld. So what is that, 1997? And I noticed the funky looking suits. There's some people dressed in the like the blue blazer, the yeah, the tanchino the, the judge and the look. white. Yeah, yeah the, the judge. judge. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what we the Swiggins and Peabody look. Yeah. Just that's what they wear every day to Starbucks that's and then right. they wear that here. That then there's the kind of wild guy outfit. What and what is that? You didn't start that. That's just No, no, no. We observed it and then that's, copied uh, it. You yeah. know, uh, Rodney Dangerfield golf <laughs> pants suit. What it, what's the idea there? What I, it's it's like the just where, it's fun? Like, it's, or, yeah, it's fun. It's like the funny hats at the Kentucky Derby. It's just a I weird see. nameless tradition that there's no rules to it, but right. like I'm my my buddy Sergio has these amazing like bizarre paisley pattern trousers for lack of a better term. And I'm like, I got to get a pair of those. I need to wear those, you know. And it's just, I don't know, just it's fun to dress up, you know. It is I mean? fun, yeah. I dress like this. By the way, I'm wearing uh, jeans and a T-shirt. 364 days a year, so it's fun to like. I see here peacock, that. you know, once in a while peacocking. Yeah. Well, I yeah, I mean, as I get older and crest into elderly uh, and transitioning to the afterlife, I do feel like it's fun to wear stupid stuff more. Um, yeah, absolutely. My old decrepit body. It's fun to festoon it with uh, all manner of fabric and stupidity. Here's where I don't like it, though. Oh, when I see the picture of you on Instagram, I go, eh, "What's that? Uh, why? Why are you doing that? Really? Maybe don't get your picture taken." Uh, people like to take my picture. <laughs> I don't know. I, the part of me likes to dress up. Like my wife and I, you know, we're, we're members. I, well, everybody likes to dress up. No, no, no. But like, kind of slightly off. Like my, my wife and I are members of the Magic Castle. And you know you got you are. yeah, and you got to wear you got to wear a suit and tie. <laughs> so the Magic Castle, yeah, being the the magicians' guild the in the center of Hollywood, magicians' club, yeah, right, yeah, right up there, right at Hollywood and Highland. Yeah. My wife used to perform there actually. She so. did, she did. What what is this? What are you talking about? Uh, my wife, uh, she's, my wife, she's now an attorney, but when she was not. She was a uh, sideshow performer, so she was like a sword swallower. She's a carny. Carny. She'd pound nails up her nose. And, really? Yeah. And so for, since I, when we, I, we actually met because I saw a picture of her online standing in front of a wall at the Magic Castle, yeah. and I, I had, don't ask, I have a lot of friends that are magicians, and I reckon, I'm like, you're in the Peller Theater. Like, how, you can't take how pictures How can in Johnny there. Lieberman have so many different dimensions? At this point, I'm just now hearing this. Oh, I'm a complex man, Spike. I'm very complex. So you, so you marry this sword swallower. Yes. And then she says at some point, would you like to join our club? No. I married a sword swallower, and then when she graduated law school as a present, I yep. got her a membership to the Magic Castle. So now, okay, I see. So yeah. now you're members. Yes. What does that entitle you to? We can just go whenever we want. Do they make you put stickers on your cameras when you go in? No. Okay. You, you just have. Yeah. So when just, they go there, yeah. What they're just doing magic tricks at night for tourists, and then you get a special members table. No. Uh, 
<laughs> you can go and eat dinner. They've revamped the menu. The food's okay. actually pretty good. I mean, yeah. by the way, since COVID, like, we haven't been. I like this idea. Yeah. But yeah I, I'll ditch the Soho House membership and go to oh, this. Oh, it's way better. Yeah. It's way better. It's way better. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's fun. There's like, it's one building. There's, I think, five or, no, there's, there's seven different bars. You can have a good time. And then there's all different types of magic. They have big, like, Vegas-style illusion shows where they're sawing people in half. They have close-up magic where they have a little table. There's, like, six people sit there, and this guy, you know, pulls quarters out of orifices. Will your and... wife turn and tell you I know how he does that? No, she actually is, like, so into magic, she doesn't want to know. So she's just continually mesmerized, whereas... Again, I have a lot of friends that are magicians, and I've actually right. helped out. So I sort of, you know, I'm just, I'm looking. I'm trying to figure it out. So I do know, you like I know to do some of the yourself? tricks. Uh, I know a couple, but I'm not, I'm not good. I'm not good. <laughs> but I can, I can do a one-handed uh, shuffle. I can shuffle a deck of cards with one hand. Wow. That's my best trick. Well, maybe we'll have to do a show from there. Yeah. That, that uh, could be interesting. We could, do, I could probably arrange that. Magic on a podcast. Is yeah. Really, okay, now. Now he's cutting the cards. Yeah. Now, oh, oh he, surprise. You're yeah. going to be really surprised. He that's pulled my it out card. Of his neck. Yeah, that's my card. He's, uh, he's absolutely, you know, I remember um, David Blaine visited us on set uh, at Seinfeld. And uh, Michael Richards, who plays Kramer, was in cahoots, in cahoots with him. Right. So uh, we walked down to set for rehearsal and. Uh, Julia and Jason uh, and Aunt Jerry came running up to us and said, uh, this David Blaine guy, he's, he's supernatural. Something's wrong. We got to get him out of here. And then Michael <laughs> came running up, terrified, acting, terrified. He goes, I, he just made a fucking tiger appear in my dressing room. A fucking tiger. He goes, we got to get him out of here. And David Blaine's walking around and, and they wouldn't stop for a couple hours. Like, you know. And forgive me if I'm misremembering it, Julia and Jason, but they believed this guy was the Antichrist. And Michael was goading them on with, guess what he did to me? Guess what he did to me? Um, and we were going, well, what did he do? Uh, he levitated. He was off the ground. He was, <laughs> he was off the ground, guys. They're telling all the writers. And three out of the four Seinfeld cast believed this person was not human, that he had something going on. And I don't, I don't remember when Michael finally came came clean and said, "No, I made that stuff up." That's great. <laughs> he didn't make, but it was a scary couple of days on set oh, for that's us. Great. That's how good David Blaine was, I've, and, I've, I've and, and it was fun, and it was super fun. But they believed it, you know. Yeah, and, I, and, and you're in, you know. I think about it all the time because they're in a supernatural world, anyways, right? So this helicopter is over. <laughs> it's the it's the end of this show that they're they've all been a part of that is iconic and the whole world's attention is focused on it at that moment and everything that happens in their life is supernatural here have a car right right, right 30 million right. you know what i mean right, right, and there's right. a tiger in my dressing yeah. you believe everything because so many things are happening right but um it was fun i mean it was really fun you know we were going back and laughing going I can't believe these adults. They don't understand that there are no deities on Earth. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, on, on a much cool. smaller scale, I've been the like secret magician's assistant. So like, it's like you know, if, if a friend of mine is performing, will say, "Hey, like, I, if, when I flash this card, right? You know, do something, or, right, or right. if I get in trouble, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna need you to." So oh, I've done wow. that a few times, and it's kind of fun. So you it's know, kinda, you're in on the the bit. You know? Yeah, you're in on the bit. Anyway, back to Pebble. Yeah, um, yeah I think we might go. 
That's I'm still in that zone. Yeah. Can you believe it this late? Someone, one of the listeners said, I know you don't have a place to stay. Uh, we have a room that you're going to have. It's uh, Carmel Valley Inn. Um, nice. You, one for you, one for Zuckerman. Two grand a night, five night commitment. <laughs> I said, well, thank you, sir. Yeah, that's <laughs> the problem. I'd love to spend $10,000 yeah uh, to go up there for 48 hours um, yeah that's that's the problem right? but i'm not but but is it i mean you know as things get complicated here again you know are do you think uh this vent is going to go on as is we don't it's hard to say right you know i think it's just it it, it didn't happen last year and i think that blew a lot of people's minds because it's you know the, the 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 attendees are like the masters of the universe right mm -hmm. they really are um, you know, like they own all the Bugattis, like the, you right. know, there's no, 450 know. Yeah, Veyrons, all the owners are having a, a picnic, right? Yeah. And we're having nine, there's a bunch of 917s up there this year. Yeah. Which Jerry's oh. 917 is going to be up there. Yeah. I was going to host a 917 panel, but it's too late to get everybody in. Yeah. Sorry. So, so I think it's going to happen. And, and, you know, what's nice is because Monterey has the, what is it? It's some crazy stat. It's the lowest August temperature in the Northern hemisphere. Yeah. Yeah. So the weather's great. So you can yeah. do most things outside. Yeah. Because you know? even though it's August, it's like it'll be 68 degrees. Well, this is fun. I mean, there's so many Saturday nights and Friday nights I would go, oh, there's that guy, Johnny Lieberman. There's Johnny Lieberman walking in with his beard. And you're like, hello. And you'd be very drunk. And and yeah. I was looking forward to smoking a cigar with you this time. Yeah, as, yeah I know. Uh, as I a know. fellow SCR person, which makes me want to go. If we're there, we'll be at Spanish Bay. Yes. You know. Friday night, that's, Saturday that's night. That's where we really hung out the first time. Smoking cigars. It was great. Um, that was, remember, I, I had Jerry's yeah, car, yeah. his old uh, weird Mercedes. Oh, that's right. With the, the oatmeal and blueberry From the interior. Mercedes Classic Center. Yeah. That used to be, that was almost my car. That one. That's the one time Jerry yelled at me. I, yeah. I scraped the registration sticker Yeah, off, that was so. the first time I met Jerry when he looks at me, he's like, are you Lieberman? <laughs> and I was like, are you <laughs> oh, he Seinfeld? Knows everybody. No, it was, look, for me to hear Jerry Seinfeld say, are you Lieberman? <laughs> it was like a pretty big moment. You know what I mean? It was like, whoa, how did I get here? <laughs> We're all just car nerds. Yeah, well, that's true. We are that's all true. just car nerds. But well, that, I, I do want to go up. I want to go yeah. up. I want to drive. I want to hang out. I want to go to works. I want to go to Quail on Friday. Um, I'd like to uh, visit Gooding, uh, Arm Sotheby's. That's always a lot of fun. Quail's the real trick this year. It is? It's sold out. I think the tickets not were like 1500 Yeah, they're not as, no, different packages. Yeah. We've then, all been invited, you know. I can yeah. help you with that. Yeah, I think I think I'm actually sadly so busy on Friday I can't go. But I was trying to get tickets for a friend, mm -hmm. and I got in touch with the people, and they're like, "Well, we have this special thing we do, which is like it's for rich people who wait to the last minute, yeah, and it's three thousand a ticket, and half ah. of it's tax deductible. Oh, that's not so bad. Well, <laughs> the rich person came back and said, "No, that's too much. <laughs> it is an awesome event, though. It is amazing. It's what used to be my favorite, but it's just so crap. Plenty to eat." Uh, sometimes it's ne <laughs> no, I've never had a problem doing the two things I need to do at that uh, place like that eat and go to the bathroom. <laughs> well, the bathroom and park. Great. Sorry, yeah. three things. Yeah, you pull right in, you can go to the bathroom, eat, go back to the bathroom, get in your car, and go. It's well, great. The shame this year is Infinity, they're not going. And so, Infinity, they have this guy, uh, I'm gonna name drop him, but um, uh, Tony, 
who uh he, he's like he's like the genie he'd like you know you'd, you'd be like where's this cigar cutter and he'd like pop out of a drain pipe with a cigar cutter and a lighter he's just like on the spot and he would like <laughs> bus us to the quail secret entrance get us in no parking it was awesome but yeah how do you there. get up there do you drive up or do you fly I, I i like to drive i like to drive so i'm I'm driving i usually go a little earlier than i'm going uh and i, I like to actually stay sunday night and then drive monday oh wow drive home monday just do a nice leisurely down the coast drive we usually do that on Sunday. We go to the event in the morning, and then right around eleven o'clock, take off, and uh, then it's a rough afternoon. You know, right about right past Santa Barbara, you're kind of hurting a little bit if you're in an old car. Yeah, well, that's why I like to do just Monday and just just be real slow, and just, you have all day to do it. So, but yeah, I'm I'm excited, but but you're right. I mean, with the the Delta variant, I have no idea what's going to happen. It's know. outside. Everybody's going to be fine outside. Except for the dinners, which are inside. The dinners are inside. Yeah, that's the only issue. Part of the fun is the big breakfast we all have together at one of the, either the Lodge or Spanish Bay, and that's going to be weird. Everything's weird. It's just weird, yeah. yeah. And I don't know if I want to bring that weirdness or just uh, avoid the weirdness. Anyways. Yeah, I don't know. It's time for Real Insurance Stories, um, sponsored by Policy Genius. Um, real instur- Insurance Stories from Zuckerman. Zuckerman, are you there? I got a good one for you. When when I first started my practice, for a very short time, we were in an executive suite in Calabasas, out in the middle of nowhere. And we had no cases. We were back to the time when I had no cases at all. And a phone call came in to the receptionist where a guy was looking for a lawyer. Now, there were probably 10 different lawyers in this office. And... And this guy said that he had a case where he had purchased wormy fish at Costco. And nobody in the office knew who he was or why he was called in. I said to the receptionist, give him to me. So I had this guy, I talked to him on the phone, and I had this guy come in. And he had a little baggie, a little sandwich baggie of this horrible wormy fish that he said that he had purchased at Costco. And I looked at it and I said, that's disgusting. And I signed a retainer agreement with him. He was my client. And I put the wormy fish in the freezer. Uh, and I was promptly screamed at the next day by the office manager. What in God's name is that? I said, it's evidence. Well, <laughs> I got a lot of trouble for that. But uh, I sent a letter to Costco saying that I represented this guy who got sick eating wormy fish. And they sent me a letter back saying that all of these matters had to go through a laboratory. They had closed a special bag with an envelope and all of this stuff where where I had to send the sample to this lab. And I thought, what do they think? Who am I, their secretary? I'm not, I'm not doing their work only to have this lab tell me I have no case. If they want to send it to a lab, they can do it themselves. So I, I took a letter. I wrote a letter saying, Here's a piece of fish. You want to send it to a lab, send it yourself. And I put the fish in the envelope and I mailed it to him. And I got a hysterical call about four days later. What in God's name was I doing sending them fish in the mail? It went through their mail sorting machine and fouled everything up. And and and, uh, and why didn't I send it to this lab? And I said, I'm not, I'm, I don't work for you. You want it to go to a lab, you send it yourself. And and they said, and I said, you know, as long as we're talking, I'm going to send you a piece of your wormy fish uh, <laughs> every week until we resolve this. And they said, well, we don't sell wormy fish. I said, well, then it won't be a problem. <laughs> so anyway, they said, they said, fine, fine. We'll give you 20 grand. 
just don't send us any more wormy fish. And that's why you need Policy Genius. Policy Genius makes it easy to compare home and auto insurance in one place. They help you find home and auto coverage similar to what you have, but at a lower price. They've saved their customers an average of $1,250 per year over what they were paying for for home and auto insurance. Policy Genius is America's leading online insurance marketplace. Their mission is to help people get insurance right by making it easy for them to understand their options, compare quotes, and buy a policy all in one place. You need to go to policygenius.com, policygenius.com to get started right now. When it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. Our friends at Policy Genius, they love Zuckerman's real insurance stories. Everybody does. <laughs> real <laughs> stories from the front line of insurance. Yeah. <sighs> it's uh, interesting here not having him here texting the whole show, isn't it? Uh, it's kind yeah. of relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> I do miss so what, you, what you don't see because you're reading. Is the second you start reading an ad, he oh, literally. I don't see it. Well, no, he mor- his eyes. He morphs into like a like a twelve year old, and he yes. just starts looking at me like yes. I'm going to do something bad. I know. I'm going to fuck up. Spike. I am aware. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but he's not really messing me up. No, it's the people who pay us to do this. Yes, so we can keep doing it. Yes, right. It's great. It's great. It's great. By the way, I'm moving on Blue Chew. I am moving on blue chew i mean you're chewing it right now uh no oh okay. but i have i have had audio boom who um sells the advertising on our show and and hosts our uh podcast uh reach out to blue chew and <laughs> offer all of us i said the three of us will chew blue chew during the podcast <laughs> oh, God. if you would just come back oh boy some of the listeners were tweeting about it the other day that they stay they listen to the ads because they never know what's going to happen during the ads which is true um and that anybody that leaves just doesn't deserve to be on the show we uh, we would only like to have blue chew back of course we think at this point it would be a good addition to the show and we'll uh, be the guinea pigs <laughs> I don't know if I really want to chew blue chew with you two. Zuckerman said, uh, you know, if things get overheated during the blue chew chewing, all I'd have to do is look to Zuck- to Lieberman. He's the antidote to blue chew. That's what he said in a quiet conversation last wow. night over the phone. Right. Well, I'm going to get a mirror and just like hold it up into his face. <laughs> I, know. I know. Talk about the antidote. Yeah, any one of us is the antidote well, that's to true. blue chew. That's true. Well, that's uh, we've gone. We've had a nice little show, a nice little Sunday yeah. show. Is there anything else you'd like to chat about before we go? Uh, I'm pretty good. I, I, the only other thing that was kind of carry this week was I had that beautiful China blue G wagon for a little bit. I don't know if you saw that. That was devastating. It's a good looking car. That's, uh, that's I immediately. I was driving and I was at a red light and I was looking down at Instagram and I went, "Oh God!" Now you had. You had a green one before, and then I remembered this whole thing where I was I was emailing Mercedes, and they said we're going to get that for you before it goes to the East Coast, and obviously it didn't happen. <laughs> and I was remembering in that moment as I'm looking at your post, going, "Oh my God, a more beautiful one than the previous one." Yeah, it you know it's just so funny how appealing that car is. Like I took it to, uh, you know, so we're we're smoking some some tats right now. So Pete Johnson from Tatuaje was in town. I hung out with him Tuesday night and with some of his buddies. And, uh, they, you know, they live in a nice gated community and, uh, I parked it next to the guy's G wagon and everyone came out to look at the blue, the China blue G wagon yes. and they're going crazy. And then my babysitter shows up. We went out uh Wednesday night and, you know, 
she, she can't afford one, but she, 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 you know, we answer the door. She goes, Johnny, that G wagon, it's everything. You know, so it just, it just mass appeal. Like, and again, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's a, an amazing it's, it's a, color. It's a design from the 70s. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. still in production. But it's the paint. Oh, the paint was great. And the black wheels. It was just great. I was, was thinking great. about that today because it, yeah, it's been said you can't drive paint, but you, you can look at it. You can walk back to it and look at it and go, that's mine. And I love the way this thing looks. And it does enhance, color does enhance your driving pleasure. Oh, 100%. Does, 100%. At least like at least 10% for me. Plus with a G-Wagon, you know, there's so many of them around here. It makes it easy to find yours because it's, you know, it's not black. I had never seen that color. No, it's great. I'd seen the coffee color and then I had seen that non-metallic green. You were driving it. Yeah, that but all But it's spectacular. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, this this China blue. It's 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 just as my babysitter said. It's everything. What what's going on with the infotainment? It doesn't have the same infotainment system that I have in this car. No, it's does it uh, have a it, screen that I can touch finally? No, it doesn't. No, oh. it's it's the last Mercedes that doesn't have the MBUX. Oh. It's it's not a touchscreen yet. Well, I think it's not ready for the me. The refresh is coming up, so it came out in eighteen. So the refresh is next year, and I'll probably have MBUX then. Probably. And if you're angry that that I uh, demand this, it's because I find that when I'm trying to play with a cursor, I'm uh, driving dangerously. And therefore, I'm not changing and and switching to things. And that gets me angry. And that's why the touchscreen is helpful, because I can go Waze to Spotify, Spotify to Waze to messages, listen very easily and very quickly without having to look down for long periods of time and watch a cursor, yeah. which I find to be a dangerous behavior. Yeah. Is there any other shortcut to that? Will the, you know, can I ask the car to open up the app for me? I don't think it even has the Hey Mercedes because I think that's part of Mbox. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I have a friend of mine who bought a G-Wagon. That was his bit. He was hesitant because he's like, I really like the touchscreen and a you, big can't, deal. you can't get it. Yeah, and it's not about liking. It's just faster and safer and easier. Yeah, and, and just we're just experience. so used to phones and touching and yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yep. like I said, I think they haven't confirmed it, but I think in twenty two, that's the four year refresh, and I think it'll get M bucks. I think. Well, there you go. There you go. M bucks sounds like a like a McDonald's kind of food stamp thing. Well, M B U X is the actual oh, name, okay. but it's M bucks. <laughs> well, that's our show, everybody. A nice mellow Sunday spikes car radio. Um. That's all we have for you. I hope everybody's good. Um, next week, who knows what we have? Who knows? There's lots of options. I won't, I won't mention any of them, but there's some fun ones. There's some exciting ones. And then there's just the three of us, and who knows what's going to happen. It's kind of fun the way we're doing the show right now. We're doing one a week. I used to like bank tons of them and just kind of run them, and then we'd run out. And, but this is uh, a lot more fun for me to do. Um, Thank you for uh, visiting Malibu and saying hi. If you came out to say hello, if you're coming out this summer, stop by the Malibu Kitchen on Sunday at 10. Um, and there'll be a lot of cool cars out there. And if not, uh, follow me on Instagram. Um, leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts. And um, that's it. Yeah. You got anything you want to promote before yeah, we go? F- no, follow me on Instagram too. There you go. Yeah, yeah. we talk. We will talk to you. And follow Zuckerman. And follow Zuckerman, our beloved Zuckerman. He he definitely will talk to you. We're we're on that app like teenage <laughs> you, you girls. You may not like what he has to say to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know sometimes people will engage like hey, and then write a couple of pages about the car choice they have. I I don't know that I'm going to spend much time helping you get your car, but if you want me to make a quick choice, I'll tell you what I would choose. Like that, that would be good. I I would do that. I won't send you n- nude pictures of myself. Zuckerman will. 
Mm. He has no problem doing that. Um, definitely nude something, nude somebody. <laughs> yeah, and any any tips or any sort of, uh, you know, hey, I work for a car manufacturer and I heard something, that stuff's always welcome. We love that stuff. Uh, yeah, GT1 info, if you got some, send it our way. Magnus Walker, by the way, I saw him today and Hannah out at the uh, oh, yeah. Malibu Kitchen. He thinks we're on to something. Good. He had no inside information, but he said, uh, you know, in his typical Magnus way, well, you know, a return to Le Mans would mean a GT1 type car with homologation, and I think you got something there. I think it's going to happen. Sounds like it would happen. <laughs> and I said, I agree with you, Magnus. I agree. And lots of others agree, but who knows? Who knows? You like that? I just, it, it, I, I've never heard anyone imitate Magnus, and it wasn't that really? good. Not imitate him. Um, but what but, do you do, Spike? <laughs> <laughs> but I, what I love about Magnus is his, his like he has more one-liners geared up than anybody, anybody, anybody. Yes, Everything. he's it's like weird. Henny Youngman. Yeah, he's just yeah. He's, he's this British dreadlock. He must spend Henny a lot of time like like sitting and writing his car one-liners because yeah. he is the best at it for sure. It's incredible. But the, like, yeah, yeah. So and that, Hannah, his uh, girlfriend who writes for Bloomberg, yeah, uh, was like, "Well, tell me about this GT1." I go, "Look, okay." Full stop. You're a journalist. I'm an idiot. I'm just hearing stuff. I'm going to say it. I haven't checked it. I don't know how to verify. I'm not a journalist. So nothing I'm saying to you, is, it is, here's where I heard it. Here's some of the people I heard it from. Here's some other people. They're just strangers. All right? Yeah. We're just fun and games here on Spikes Car Radio. That's it. Fun and games. Although we're breaking a lot of news. I mean, but I know Porsche was <laughs> very upset. Between the Tesla and the Porsche, we're breaking some news. I know one news. of our sources was called in this week. Oh, no. And really? read the riot. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so something's up. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's confirmation. You know, yeah, if, maybe. If there's no reaction, then you know it's not but true. They have no immediate plans. No immediate. No immediate. No plans. Immediate. 2025 is not immediate. No that's immediate right. plans. Anyway, that's right. We've taken up too much time. There's Gopher. The dog wants to come out and be fed. So we're going to end it right here. We'll see you guys next week on Spikes Car Radio. Thanks for listening to Spikes Car Radio, brought to you by Hangar 56. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.